1: The Premier View Tipperary GAA podcast has just got its very first sponsor. The podcast is now proudly sponsored by MerchMonster.ie. On MerchMonster.ie you can buy personalised hoodies, t-shirts, polo shirts, personalised snood face coverings and a whole lot more.
0: They've even got a product personaliser over on their website. Go over there and check it out now. They deal in one off orders and also in bulk orders, class hoodies,
1: team and work polo shirts, and everything else in between. Go over there
0: and check them out now. It's merchmonster.ie. Now let's get back to this week's show.
1: Hello and welcome to episode 62 of the Premier View Tipperary GA podcast. I'm joined this week by Enda Tracy from Tumivara and Sean Smith from Torto Sarsfields as we have a look forward to the semi finals of the Tipperary Hurling Championships in Danreen, Shames, Marine, and Intermediate. We'll go straight into the first game of the weekend on Saturday uh, Torto Sarsfields and Killadangan in the County Senior Harlan Championship. Uh, Sean Smith, have you any chance against the 2020 champions Killadangan?
0: We'll have a chance. Is about all i say now at this stage. Um, it's going to be close. Like Langan haven't been beaten well once since 2019. Last time he got defeated. Um, let it go. Like someone said, they have 15 players in the field that are up for it anyway. They're some of the best club players I've seen around. But again, they are coming in this year and look a bit different now. We've new additions to the team, new management team, but. I say it come down to a few kind of man marking, not man marking jobs, but if our defenders can do a job like Joe Gallagher there, Billy, um, Paul Flynn's side is kind of touching and goal. Not exactly setting the world on fire, but it's kind of Joe Gallagher as a man there, and Alan Flynn centre back, and Lee marsh and I presume like Bade McCormack may may not stand on him. I don't know, so it'll be it'll be interesting, I'm sure.
1: Yeah, and Tracy, um, you you would have a, a good knowledge of of from from seeing him playing in the north. Uh. I see in the in the tips there your your tipping to get the win o- over the Sayers, but um, where, where do you, where do you see the, the big matchups or who's going to pick up who? There, there's a lot of good forwards in that Kildangan forward line. Sean he is obviously is up there near the top of the the scoring charts, and do you think a Ronan or a is going to have to pick up Sean? He's going very well. I
2: think from the Sayers' point of view, you wouldn't want a Ronan or or um, Paddy having to. Give up their game to try and marshal someone. I think yeah, <clears throat> yeah, you keep that for a few more more mobile lads in the back there. Maybe Jack Derby, maybe to follow him around. But Sean Hayes is playing on real stuff this year. He's really coming of age. He's he's been probably their be- best forward this year. And that's saying something with the talent they have there. With Paul Flynn and uh, Dan O'Mara and the get and Ty Gallaher and you know they're, they're just packed with quality. It's it's a case of. <laughs> If if you with Killadangan, you man mark one lad out of the game, another guy does damage. Um, yeah. I think you just have to pick pick your matchups, leave your backs where they are, and whoever comes in on top of them, look are, like there's no real weak player on either back line. So you'd imagine some all of them will have to be able to do a job. And um, it's looking like it's gonna be a real shootout anyway. I, I can't imagine this is gonna be a, a tight game in terms of physicality and the ball being Ball been on the ground a lot, so I think both
1: teams will want to hurl. Um, yeah, just looking at you know. the, the six forwards there for, for Sin as you kind of mentioned a couple of them there, like they're, they kind of read of, of a who's who of, of underage talent, I suppose, really over the last <laughs> number of years. You, the last day they, they lined out with Seymour, Joe Gallagher and Sean Hayes in the half forward line, Brian Malofny, Paul Flynn and Dan Amara in the, in the full-power line with... With Dan was probably the only one that didn't score from play the last day, but mm. he had been getting goals for fun kind of earlier on in the championship, but that, that, that's a series six forwards, isn't it? It's
2: as good it's as good a, a club team as you're going to find in a lot of counties, um, and that's, look, traditionally tireless, Look, whenever they're in at this stage of the competition, there's always going to be just historically, when they get to this stage, you're, there's going to be people going, look, tireless at this stage, it's going to be hard to beat, but They'll, they'll have to really earn them because that feeling team is serious and now they have, they have the added benefit of having options off the bench now with the senior B team getting knocked out last day. So the likes of and Gleeson and Shane, Shane Gleeson who's been playing well. He's a young lad there as well. So uh, geez, They're just a great club at the minute and they're on a real high. They won the junior B the other week. Got to that quarter final in the senior B to junior C's are in the NAR final. Uh, uh, is it this weekend or the weekend after? So Just riding on a wave and uh, they have so much confidence.
1: Yeah, um, Sean. I suppose the middle of the field will will be interesting too. The the two Cahills are, I suppose, are very seasoned campaigners for for the Sir Stephen and and Mickey Cahl. But in in Joe or Ty Gallagher and Willie Connors, they'll have two two of the foreign players in the championship to to match up with, and
0: that'll be an interesting battle to see who who comes out on top there. Yeah, for sure. Like Mickey kind of found a new role there this year in midfield. So. Looking on paper, we presume Tiger and Willie are two more natural midfielders like Stephen Cald That's his position. Um, but it's kind of endless there. End the there's kind of so much talent in each team. It could be a case of just going man to man and just try and win your own battles And if a team can win more than 50% of the battles, they come out on top. Like, what's the point in losing Rowan across and Sean Hayes? And you draw Gallagher going through the middle anyway, and Shripoff in inside, couldn't do attention. Dynamara said, like we're not up players there that are capable of winning the match on their own, like um. So but again our full forward line, hopefully we can pop the ball into Paddy and Dennis inside. Um inside and see kind of what Fergal and James are made up inside there. And I kind of feel to be the two full forward lines for the game are kind of won and lost, I have a feeling anyway.
1: Yeah. Um Sarah's have tended to play kind of a two man full forward line with with um, Dennis Maher and Paddy Creedon and, and Pat Burke kind of roaming out into the, into the half forward line if he if he's picked at the corner forward. But James Quigley Obviously, a senior panelist and and had had a great year last year at six, uh, or sorry, at, at three, and then you've Alan Flynn at six. They they they're kind of
2: they're the linchpin, aren't they, of
1: of that of the Kildangan um, backline?
2: Definitely are. Look, they've they've the goodest backs as there is in the club game at the minute. The half backline, look, even without Alan Flynn there, you've um, Becky McGrath has been one of our best backs this series. He's a lad who's really improved over the last few years. Like, he always had ability, but you know, he has a, a bit of a red streak in him every now and again. He got sent off against us when they were beating us up and down the field by 20 points in um, Clock Jordan, and there was no need for it. So, maybe that might be something Sarah's might try and target just to get under his skin, but their half-back line is the launch pad for everything. It is, for most good teams, base for a good club team or county team is a solid half-back line. That's where the games are won and lost, so I'd have savage talent there, even Dara Flannery there with Fergal Hayes in the two corners are two very sticky lads, and whoever's going in there, they're going to have a hard time. They're going to be stuck to them. So, look, it's just it's it's a match that's riddled with matchups and quality players, and it's so long since the two of them have played each other. I mean, the county final twenty sixteen is a long time ago now, and Killadangan are just a completely different team now, as are Turles, Um, but it's, it's going to be a cra- it's going to be a cracker. It has to
1: who do you think will will Killedangan keep the tree in the full back line even if if, if the corner forward goes Roman or or will they try and follow out say the likes of a pa or Aidan McCormick whoever happens to go to go to go wandering? And who stays back quigley obviously is going to stay back on the edge of the square. But does Flannery or Hayes stay back with, with Dennis Maher or Paddy Paddy Creedon, which one of whichever one of them they're picking up?
2: They've tended to let Fergal wander out the field whenever there's a two man for the forward line. Anytime I've seen them, and they leave Darragh Flannery and James Quigley inside, there's no way they're going to leave that uh, just the two on two inside. I mean, the lads are good hurlers, but like if there's good ball going into the likes of Paddy Green, he's going to fuck. He's going to skin you. Like I'd say, Allen will drop, or D- Allen or Declan McGrath will drop in front of him and uh, try and protect him there. Yeah. Um, and yeah. it'll be it'll be fairly packed in there anyway because Killadang will definitely have two men inside as well.
1: Yeah, the other side of that, uh, Sean, is of course if you're, if you're picking a, a Pa Bork at corner forward and he goes off Rome and, and he's left Rome, Pa could very easily hit you for five, six points from play very quickly if, if he's on his own, wouldn't
0: he? Yeah, Pa kind of loves the stadium and I guess space. Like over the years there, he's rattled in for four or five points before he knew what was going on. Um, Like both teams will have game plans like that. Like Pa's around the block nowadays, like he knows the story. Like with this, so go out like, well, small, but he will go and win the ball. But again, he's a kind of player. Need to get him in the game as well. And like Dennis Padder going to be inside. There's no two ways about that. It'd be interesting to see how quickly he goes against Dennis inside. That would be a right match waiting on him to bite, and it'd be it'd kind of remind me of the old Tomb days when two big lads kind of main lads going at in the full farling, which is kind of good to see for to us. Yeah, um,
1: Paddy Greedon, he didn't he didn't score as as much the, the last day. I don't, I don't think he got on the on the scoreboard, but. He, oh. he had been scoring fierce well early on. Do you think it's a case that uh, teams have kind of caught on to him or they're certainly man marking him a lot more now than, than they had been at the start of the Championship?
0: They're definitely more aware of Manny, even at John Rage games. Well, they're putting two lads on him and a senior, they're kind of stuck to him again. It's the ball in the paddy is where the winner The ball last may not have been exactly what Paddy kind of wanted. Gotten a good few possessions, he won a few frees. No, he didn't, didn't get the end product, but still he. Was a handful of the whole game he has to be looking at him and like Lang can just take drives off him if he starts quietly you know like he can come in and turn on it, top and there and he's going straight to go there's no two ways about it and Barry be him coming down your eye I don't want to see him trying to be honest, run at you do you yeah. see anyone do you see anyone coming in off the B team Sean to make an impact off the bench uh, no not not that I see any of kind of as in starting wise no but then coming off the bench Depends on the way the game is going. We fall there to make him on to do a job. Like, you know, like, there's younger lads there, but, like, Darius Sexton probably be coming on. He'll but he'll be on definitely. Um, then we're going to see his campaigners. Like, we need likes like, Salim Hormick, the young lad, but doubtful. But three really sticky kind of hurdlers there that can man-mark a lad if a lad is getting destroyed for all the world to kind of swing someone in. Yeah. Yeah, very good. That,
1: that, that game goes ahead on on Saturday, lads. Uh, and uh, you've already said that uh, you think uh, you think and are, are going to are going to tip the scales in this one, Sean. We don't need to ask you who who you think is going to is going to win this one, but it, it has definitely has the makings of the cracker, and it's probably won won the game of the weekend in my opinion as to, as to to see who, who, who comes out on top there and uh, they'll be certainly going into the, the final in a very, very strong position. The other semi-final, lads, is Moore and Lee goes ahead on Sunday. Um, again, this is probably one that that is very hard to hard to call. Um, we The, the last day, John McGrath was was unmarkable, scoring 4-5 in the first half, 4-6 four, four, in total. I don't believe he'll get that sort of of room off off Boris Lee um, the next day. So where where are the scores going to come from for Lockmore if if they man Mark John McGrath?
2: There's, uh, there's plenty of scoring there. So sure. Lee McGrath there is like he's uh, he's back about a month and look he's not looking as sharp as we would associate, but he's he's been out of it a good while. Uh, Ed Connolly, I was impressed with there. Um, um, he had a right good game. Lockmore always seemed to just. Look, you're always raving about their, their main players, the McGraths, John Maher, and and all of these boys. But they always have a few lads that you probably never heard of coming in every year and just doing the job there. Um and they just have a great option coming off the bench with Sweeney. That's probably that's probably the best thing about Lee McGrath being back is that you have the option of an extra lad off the bench, and Ivan Sweeney coming in. Look if look it's all well and good saying Paris. Will probably not let John McGrath do as much damage. But <laughs> that saying, you're going to stop John McGrath and actually doing or two different things because he looks yeah. like <laughs> he looks like he's back to being the John McGrath we all know. He was unbelievable last yeah, year.
1: Yeah, absolutely. No, no. I, I, I take your point on, on that but I, I mean, I, I'm just saying. I would imagine mm. that that you would have to try it. Well, certainly try it. Try mm. and try the, the threat that mm. that uh, John McGrath on the other end of the field. Um, Sean I, I don't know did you watch their the semi-final or the quarter-final on the Friday night Mullen and and Borce Lee got over the line after extra time in in, in a very exciting match with I I would have considered Borce maybe a little bit one dimensional in that he was it certainly was kind of a long ball to the kidneys. now I know that the night was probably it wasn't um obviously it wasn't the sun wasn't shining and the ball wasn't hopping but, but that seemed to be the the kind of plan A for, for Boris and like I don't think that's going to work against
0: Lockmore No like that is the plan B like kind of wash the back there like it was into Connor and I that was it. Um Devaney was kind of quiet again after his kind of previous few years where he's been dominating Kev is going to be lost now with the red card again but like are Boris see kind of a team at the moment where kind of you know what he have with kind of way of feeling about it? Would that be kind of the way I kind of look at him maybe but they come out now and they could i got more tattooing I like, eat my words here yeah. come Sunday evening but like, um, like Kevin is going to be a last. J.D. If needs need to step up and give farmers there and like Connor Nile as well like Brendan Maher there's words he's is he fit he's not fit no one knows but like Brendan will play like he's glad that if his legs are gone like body he'll, be able to, he'll go on the field he'll give everything anyway um, Mark and why like like his end of kind of saying they're off kind of saying well Dan bother picking up someone and or we we'll just leave Dan centre-back because he is the linchpin in that half-back line and he covers Savage Brown there in the backs. Like um, The other lads could man-mark a lot more, lad. But it could be a game of see what they can do and if you have to cover them, they cover them. But I just see a lot more may edge from what we've seen in the two kind of quarters so far. But then again, John McGrath's going forward fighting the first half is unheard of. That that game was kind of over as a contest. Killeran did come back in if he had something in the second half. But um, I can just kind of see a lot more edge in this.
1: Yeah, we've we've written off um, Bursley in on this podcast uh, a couple of years ago. <laughs> I, I think in every game, and and they ended up in an All Ireland Club final, and they, they certainly like to tell us about it. Did did on county <laughs> final day and all, but um, Dan McCormack is so important in the, to them, isn't he? At, at centre back, I mean, he he's he's really he seems to have settled into that role at, at number six, and and he's spraying ball around the place, and and just. Just playing phenomenal hurling, I thought. He was certainly the best player in the field the last day against
2: one uh, yeah, He's easily been the best player this year. He's just—he's a bundle of energy, as we know. He's hes always moving, and he's a very clever player. Look, he's not the best hurler in the world, but he's hes just so fit and strong, and he's clever with the ball, and does nothing flash, does the right thing all the time. Um, And they wouldn't be anywhere near a semi-final without him. There's no doubt about that. It's funny, they got to the All-Ireland a few years ago, but... You nearly think with the team they have, no, they nearly have a better team with a few young lads that have come through as well. Eddie Ryan has made an unbelievable impact this year. He's been very good for, for laden his first year senior. It's, it's like he's hurling there for the last 10 years. Um, but they, they, they need big games from... Conor Kenny hasn't been at the level that he has been in previous years. And even Jerry Kelly there as well the, the last few years when they were getting to All-Ireland, he was whipping over four, five, six points again. He was very influential, but he's, he's just not getting into the game as much. Um, they're, just, they're, they're not at the pitch that we know they can get to, but they're still in a semi final. So, if, if they can click and if they have Brendan playing, obviously, as Sean was saying, I, I think Tony Kelly is after getting his ankle surgery done, um, and Claire and Bellier would have been the favourites now that he's gone. I'd say the odds are after been slashed. And it's, it's a similar thing with Brendan for Burris. If Brendan's missing, not even for his hurling, but for his leadership. It'll be he'll it'll be a very, very big loss. But I think it was funny the last day um Burr's got back in the junior A final a few weeks, got to Nina and they had Thomas Fahy. he used to play a corner back for the seniors for a good few years. He was playing full back and they were down he's were down a good bit. He threw him in full forward and he scored two two in the last ten minutes. And I thought it was funny he came on the last day corner forward there and he got I like, got a point an extra time. He never played in the forwards in his life like so I thought that was good. <laughs> that might be an honour for him going forward but uh, look it's it's going to be hard I think for Burris because not only are they coming up against a good team they're coming up against a team that's been in this situation so many times before and they just they know how to win these big matches so um, as Sean was saying there I'd be swinging towards Lockmore as well
1: yeah Lockmore I suppose just to, just to talk a bit about them Liam Tressie is hurling very well for them in, in the half forward line very strong under the dropping ball he seems to Kind of he he's he's able to gain possession and 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 hand it off to the McGraths or or the scores to, to 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 tap it over and whatnot. He, he's he, I think he missed a bit last year, wasn't he, with, with injury and mm-hmm. in that. He, he's he's a real addition to them in the in the forward line.
2: Yeah, I think I think he came back for the county final. Was that his first game last year or something? I think. I think as so, yeah, he missed he a as, as a soul. Yeah, but he's he's a he's, he's a dog. He's a footballer with a hurley and a helmet really and. Um you need those sort of lads to compliment the, the, the unreal hurlers they have around the field. You need the guys that are gonna win the dirty ball. And looking out at the weather here tonight, it's not going to get any um any harder to ground. So you need lads that'll be able to slog it as well in, in dirty weather. But as well as that, I Tommy Maher has been right good midfield for him as well. I've been very impressed with him. Um he's been a savage savage addition there. So they just have quality players all over the field and they're they're an unreal club. I was giving Kiladangan compliments for being a great club there earlier, but Lot more average. Like they, they never complain. Playing on two fronts, preliminary, quarter final, yet again. But they come every year, and they're unbelievable, really. Yeah, yeah. I and mean, in the mentioned
1: earlier on, there showing that you know that good teams have have a serious halfback line. And in Brian McGrath and John Maher, Lockmore certainly have have two of the, the better halfbacks in in the county, I suppose, uh, playing there. That, that's their launchpad, isn't it? Dan? Don't
2: forget the pounder. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget the pounder. <laughs>
0: Brian, yeah, but like, yeah, right, they can deliver a ball. And the thing with Blackmore lot forwards is they're nimble, or quick, they're able to turn it. They have a kind of that, that football tourney called for playing football. They get the ball in their hand, and they're gone, and like, they're going, they win free as well if they don't score themselves. Um, But then you look at the half-back the um, first, that'll be all the McCormacks, correctly, wanted. Sean, Dan, and Ray probably would have be the three McCormacks across there, and that's the launch pad on their side. Yeah. Um. It's meant to. you about the weather. It's meant to team rain Sunday morning, yeah. So, but it's meant to dry come the afternoon. So it'll be slippy and slidey, and, and this could be the thing. Both these clubs kind of relish that kind of thing. The dog fight, kind of go man to man to take the score. This could might be a flashy affair. either game weekend might be a flashy affair. It could be kind of sixteen all draws like to be honest, you know. But but the conditions have to get sleepy. But um, it'll come down. I think to. How Loch Berthie like Kevin Coplo, Mar- if Brendan Merritt fit and the other players, that need to form Connor and Devaney to step up. Like,
1: yeah, it, it, it certainly has. A, has a, this is a very, very interesting tie as well. And as you said, it mightn't be as it might be the shootout that the, the other game, the other game could be on Saturday. But it certainly will be, will be a dog fight. just before we go off it. Um, Young Conley, that plays centre forward there for a lot more. He, he was very good for Liam Cahill's 20s there a couple of years mm. ago in, in the middle of the field. <coughs> he he I, I thought he was a brilliant that year with, with He seemed to be a young lad that kind of knew what he was about. He, may, no, he ju- just went about the business in the midfield of breaking play up and getting it to the better guys. And seems like a fella that is made for Inter-County Hurling. Would that be, I know that's probably even a bit of pre- uh, pressure on his shoulders, but he, he's, certainly at that time he seemed, he seemed to be to be made out for.
2: Oh, he's definitely got the athleticism anyway. He's a, he's a serious specimen of a chap and he's able to travel with the ball. He, yeah, he is. He's he's definitely, like, he's not going to be the flash hurler on the team, but he he will dog it. He, he will battle for the ball all day and he will stay going. He's actually not too bad to take a score as well, and I'm doing him a, a disservice, but... Like, yeah, he's. he's been playing well for Lockmore for a while, and he's a big chap, and yeah. he's like able to. Two, work. two, two
1: young lads, I suppose. That, that, if Colin Bonner is looking at to bring in young, young, more young blood into the panel, would be like Ray McCormack has to be up there, and, and Conley, like they, they that'll be an interesting, uh, dynamic on on Saturday just or on Sunday to see how the two of them go, and, and do they put their hand up for inclusion on on the the county panel. Yeah, it
2: all depends really on the type of game Bonner wants to play, isn't it? If he's going for the... Like most teams are going to have to copy it to an extent to the Limerick model of being able to travel with the ball and break tackles and, you know, Ray McCormick and Connolly are, are two similar players. They like to travel with the ball and take on the tackle and, and stay going. I, I think Ray McCormick's only a matter of time before he'll be on the panel. You know, you know the effect Dan had when he went in and he's, he's, uh, he's made in his image really and... uh He's, he's just like a younger version of Dan. Maybe he doesn't have the same hurling brain as Dan, but maybe that'll come in the next few years. But yeah, it depends on the, the type of players he wants, I suppose. I suppose we have a lot of hurlers on the panel, don't we? Yeah. We could do a lot yeah. to complement him with uh, the athleticism. Yeah, I, I was talking to a couple of
1: Limerick lads, and they, they were talking about Will O'Donoghue in the middle of the field, the Napierty the, the guy and how he he rarely shoots like his, his job is to, to get the ball and shift it on to the to the next the, the better guys to, to take a score and I suppose and and, de- and then do the donkey walk around the middle field. but that's probably what we want as well in, in that area isn't it somebody to break up play and, and then be that link man but but to know to, I suppose know your place as well that your play, your job is to deliver the ball and, and not be driving maybe two or three wides a game kind of you know <laughs> that that's that sort our of stuff
2: that was our Achilles' heel last year. was not it? Jeez, we had some scandalous sides against Waterford, didn't we? Yeah. Um, but sure, that's what Dan made his name on was getting the ball and dishing it out. Yeah. It's amazing the career you can make in Inter County if you just do the simple things well, isn't it? Yeah,
1: absolutely, absolutely. So that game goes ahead. Our Sunday in the in the stadium. Um, and and two, two interesting games to, to look forward to there. The Seamus semi-finals go ahead this weekend as well, lads. Um, it's an all-South affair, uh, Killing All and St. Mary's. Kevin Kevin said he wouldn't join us this week because he gave too much away to Sean last week with the <laughs> position of, of, of Seamus Kennedy. Uh, but, this, um, uh, he's, all, he's all over the
0: field he, <laughs> he was in Peter Carroll's once they send lads off and everything
1: <laughs> oh are we, are we still bitter in Turtles over, over losing the Seamus quarter final
0: uh, we want to win everything these days anyway. the creators, yeah.
1: man, creators. <laughs> you're, what do you mean you want to win everything you said you have nothing to do with All that's your your story and your are speaking
2: to <laughs> he's talking about the under 19 <laughs> right, have you something to do with them as well or is that different again
0: no comment. <laughs>
2: <laughs> anyway, so the the
1: the all south affair in in the semi final, St. Mary's and, and Killenall Um obviously that's going to be a, a very tough affair when when two South teams come up against each other. It, it's it's never pretty, I suppose. But
0: um Yeah, Mary's in, looked Mary's looked against other no, it looked impressive, to be honest, and like under we we played in week four. Like Killen All are capable of absolutely anything else. They are like it's it's hard, they're hard to rely on, like, but they should win in this ball. Mary's going to go in here and like it's going to be another dirty kind of day like conditions Mary's not dog, dog against those. they got some cracking scores in the end of the game like to be honest Kenny was everywhere um, in the forwards the backs he brought them back and he kind of dominated he's clever at that level if someone of his level of skill is able to kind of control the game more than a lad of seen Ray would they can not need their big ones to show but they can not of some positions that are kind of weak enough and offing. they're not exactly hammer and tongs so like, Areas have a bit of a chance in this I feel anyway, but also win him, but they won't hammer him for sure. Yeah,
1: Killenall had a had a very good win in the in the quarter final in the And would it, I don't think Bubbles is firing like the, like I suppose they they need him to to fire if if, if they want to win this thing out.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, definitely need Bubbles at full cylinder. He, I think he what scored two points the last day. Um, I had seen him play against Jacob Rekens in the football a few weeks ago. No, he he wasn't moving much. He was inside in full forward line, but he did he didn't look fully fit to me. Um now whether it was a thing he was saving himself for the hurling, he was kind of trying to look after himself, I don't know. But uh, they need bubbles firing and you know Kieran Bergen done well the last day and he scored one one and they're still reliant on, 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 on a few of their older heads for Michael Doyle, score five points as well. And on paper, look, it's look like we're coming on to Temple Area in a few minutes and like they have quality all over the field, but they haven't been able to translate in the last few years and you know, probably still a bit too reliant. I you know, you, know you, you want your best players and the likes of bubbles to be hurling well and, and getting big scores for you, but you need to be able to contribute elsewhere. And I think I think the weaker players need to need to step up a little bit. Weaker's heart, uh, some of the less um high-profile players. Mark is a call. Exactly. The doors on my mouth. <laughs> Mike, get it out, will you? <laughs>
1: That's staying in. Uh, and <laughs> that's dressing room wall stuff again there for, <laughs> for, for the Gillen and all that. Um yeah, so that's, uh Sean, you, you've obviously seen seen Mary's um and, and I think you might have seen killenall we, well sure, I suppose we saw killenall all against Lockmore in the in the, the preliminary quarterfinal. But I don't I think maybe killenall all just had their eyes on, on Chim Zarine that day. Um they had a good six point win um over killadangan in the in the quarter final. Mary's had a two-point win over Sars. How do you see it going? Are you, are you going to put your 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 money on Killenall?
2: If I was a betting man, I wouldn't be going anywhere near any match that involves two Killenall. south teams in a knockout game. <laughs> like you might as well be throwing your money in down the drain. Um, look, Killenall, like they've had a pretty well, unspectacular year, efficient. Like they had a slow start here against Tracy's and. They've kind of built some sort of momentum since. Look, I don't, I think we were saying it in the preview pod for the last round. How, how much were they putting into the Lockmore match? I think, you know, most of the focus all year would have been getting to this stage and getting back up to Dan Breen. Um, Not too familiar with St. Mary's, obviously, but I, I've seen that Thurlis B team and they're, they're no slouches. So to be getting over them is, is no mean feat either. Um, so I'd probably be tight as most South so Tip matches are. Maybe if Bubbles comes to play, there might be just a little bit more for Killenall on the day.
0: Sean, okay, are you, where's your hard earned money going? Um, we'd have to kind of go fancy Killenall to be fair. They like, should be getting back into into Zambereen, um, But they won't have it all their way. So Killenall by a couple of points on there. Mm, that
1: game goes ahead on Saturday in Golden. Uh, the other semi final, then, lads, is Cashel and uh, Temple Derry. I suppose they had two contrasting wins in the. In the quarterfinals, Cashel struggled over Clannockinney. Um, I think we probably tipped them uh, before the game to, to win it um, easily enough and certainly didn't have it all their own way and Clannockinney would be very disappointed, I think, not to come away with the win. I think it was a Jer Brown wonder score that, that deepened injury time that, that got Cashel over the line, whereas Temple Derry had a fairly easy win by 16 points against Who against and um, Sean Ryan, the... the the Enigma scored five points from play, I think, and and the last day. So
2: how do you how do you see this one going?
1: Um Inda, you probably have a have a fair idea of Temple Temp-
2: Temp- Derry. Yeah, I was at I was at, actually it was at both these games there the other week. Um cashler they're steeped really to be at the in the semi. Um Kenny had them under the wraps for for most of the second half and just little by little they started to reel them back in. Um and Joe Brown's score was unbelievable. It was from they had initially been awarded no the free, but there was a back chat to the ref on the on the forty-five. And uh, he threw it in and Gerard stepped in front of the man, flicked it up off the right, which isn't like him either, and over the shoulder and over the bar. But other than that, he hadn't really touched the ball. He wasn't really in the game at all. To be honest, Cashley's performance in general was fairly poor. You could probably count on one handy amount of lads that, that played well. So um, I think we've been saying it all year. It's it's not as easy as these lads coming in and having an impact straight away. It'll take time to gel. Um, but they're in a the semi final now, and you know, like probably the expectations were raised a little bit, probably too high because the lads came in. I think if you had to, if they hadn't to come in, maybe if you told Cashel they'd be in the semi final with James at this stage, then they'd have been happy with that. But um, yeah, Clan and Kenny will be sick for Temple Derry. Looked was it was an easy day at the office. Um, completely, completely blitzed Kirtney. Who very good performances all over the field. Liam Murray was excellent. Adrian Ryan, Sean Ryan was brilliant. Gar had a good game. Tom Stapleton um, and wasn't really a bad performance on the day. And and to be honest, yeah, if if if, if Temple can click like there, there's some team on paper. If the two Stapletons, Aina Murray, Gar and Adrian Ryan, Sean Ryan, Liam McCutcheon, like. Sarah Carey and they're even missing they're missing Brian Stapleton and Christy Cochran all these lads have played for tip at different levels Mm. Um, so Jesus they have an embarrassment to Rich is there but it's always the question with Temple Derry when it comes down to a big match if they have the bottle for it and you know they've lost a lot of close matches over the years I remember the one against Burgess a few years ago they were were outright favourites for it, and and they were beaten on that day so look they'll, they'll have to get over one of these matches eventually to get that um Get the monkey off the back. Yeah, I think
1: these two teams played each other. I don't know, was it in the league semi final or a league final there earlier on in in the year? And Temple Derry won it by, I think they won it four or five points in the end. And, and I think it was it was easy enough. But um, as you said, Cashel were probably gelling and, and probably still are gelling together. But I mean, yeah, I, I think Cashel will be delighted to be in a semi final. I mean, year on year, it's a it's a it's a it's an improvement, you know. And, mm. But yeah, I, I suppose they would have had their eye on after getting to the West Final. They would have had their eye on, on trying to win Seamus Arena. I mean there's no point in saying that's that's what they do have their eye on. But mm. yeah, it'll be a it'll be it'll be a very interesting game. And you have some good players on, on either side. I mean, Ross Bonner is, is putting up the scores there in the for for, for Cashel um, and and Brown obviously from from play as well. I think he he is 13 or 14 points scored for for Cashel. I think he scored yeah. six or seven. Was it in in a row against against Laura to get them over the line? So,
2: and um, Devon, was, was very good the other day. Now, he, he looking at the report, he only had one from play, but G C he kind of dragged them through there for finish. He won a couple of frees, and he was he he was busting his bollocks trying to get them into the game. And and um, he, he's a right good joke. We were talking about lads coming into the tip panel. He's it will only be a matter of time, really, for him.
1: And, and Owen Conley, what what did you make of Owen Conley that day? Uh,
2: he wasn't outstanding now, but he, he got a few scores and GC's a big, big chap, isn't he? And you get a couple of years of S and C into that chap, he'll be an absolute monster and he's well able to hurl. And um, he wasn't unreal the last day now, but he can't play
1: well every game. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Um yeah. John, do you do would you know much about, about these two teams? Um have you come across them in James Arene?
0: I've seen Catherine this year now and um as Enda said, kind of maybe they steep kind of get where word are. Again, they're going to improve, and again next year I'd right? kind of fancy more next year in this, like temporary are Always at the start of the championship, one of the favourites, fur then. Who um, says Sean Ryan? There is going to just he's, he's something else this year, to be honest. So like again, cash needs a bit. Look, maybe I need the big players to maybe gel in a bit more and more. But you have to kind of fancy area here to come through here easy enough. I say,
1: yeah. Sean Sean Ryan is four sixteen. I think scored from play. Um... In the championship, like, so it's a phenomenal scoring, isn't
2: it's it? ridiculous. And to be honest with you, Mike, he didn't even play particularly well the last day. Um, right. just any ball that goes into him, something comes off it. Now, to be fair, the, the game plan is really built around him like the balls into him are absolutely unreal, but he makes everything stick, doesn't matter what type of ball is coming in. He's he's a real prospect. If he stays going the way he's gone, <laughs> he'll be he'll have to get a look in for training anyway. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Sure will. So that game goes ahead. on
2: that game is going ahead on Sunday,
1: and it is in um, the Reg. The Reg Sunday at one o'clock. Um, so that that uh, in the are you tipping? Are you like Sean? Do you think Temple Dairy are going to win it, or, or do you do you think Cashel will be able to produce?
2: I, I like Temple Dairy as a club. I like some class players, and I've I've been backing them at this stage for a good few years now, and it's yet yet to pay off. But <laughs> I think looking at Cashel the last day, I don't think I don't think they'll be able to live with. The, the options Temple have, particularly in their forwards, are an embarrassment of riches there that any club team would be jealous of. So I can't see where they're going to stop all of them. I think Temple Derry will win it. Very
1: good. Uh, so
2: the the last two semi-finals of the weekend lads
1: are the intermediate semi-finals. Uh, Monygal and Kilshilian is at one thirty in Littleton, and mine Temple and Kilkims is at one thirty in. Borlahan, and Monigal and Kilsheelan, uh, probably two of the, the form teams, would you say, um, in the coming into the, into this semi-finals? Kinshielin had a fairly easy win, I think, in the in the quarter-finals. Munigall um, had a very hard-earned win over a three-point win over Ballingarry, and, and I think there was a bit of ping-pong in around the square at the end, where Ballingarry were were unlucky not to get a goal, which which would have tied it up, but. Um, the Monigal have been going well. The um Sean Kennelly Joe Forward here, the two names that stick out, but they they've been going well since the since the North Championship, haven't they?
2: Very well, yeah. We've we've been uh, singing their praises on the podcast. Um geez, they're scoring very heavy. I think I think I had in the paper this the, the, the ridiculous amount to scored together. It's it's like nine is it nine goals and twenty something points. Mm-hmm. But they're they're doing serious damage and geez, even at such a young age, like they're the real leaders on the team, but I the last test I think for that team was that garry match like that was a savagely tough match on paper to get in the final. and you felt if they could get over that maybe they'd be able to build momentum from there and you know they would they will be they will be hard to stop you now they they have some good experience in the team with the likes of um Derek and Willie Green there Willie as well and, yeah. and Phil Fanning like they're they're hurling senior a long time and Mike Ryan and the, Mike, Michael Ryan and the goals used to to play for the tip seniors if you recall a long time ago um but they've overall a very very young team um which mightn't be a bad thing you know can work either way they can go in with no fear and just hurl or or they could get blown out of it by it. like this clicheland team or they're a football team as well and they're well able to mix up the physicality and you know it'll be it will be a tough match it's i don't know much about clicheland but they, they, they're at this grade a long time and they have a lot of experience and
1: they have some good hurlers themselves, so it probably be a tight game. Yeah, um, Kyo obviously is the name for and I suppose, that, that sticks mm. out. You I mean, Paul Maher and Bill Maher would, would be well known, but we've all seen Mark Kyo play very well for for UCC and and he's, he's been coming on, I suppose, regularly in the Championship this year for, for tip. He's probably the one that, that will need watching most, isn't he?
2: Hundred percent. Yeah, I'm not sure where he lines up from. Is he in the half forward line for them? I think the half forward line. Um. Yeah. So, like, I mean, you'd imagine like some Mercky at intermediate level. Like, he's a serious asset to have. Um. Just a, a really good hurler, and he's okay. If all gone well, he'll be in the shake up to be a starter for Tip next year. Because in the few cameos he had for Tip this year, he he done well when he came in off the bench. So, um. Just Jesus, we were talking about Sean Kennelly having such a big impact, at such a young age for when he got. You can just take that one player at the grade to, to make the difference. And look, he's he's around a long time now, but underage teams in Tip, and he's he's well able to score. Us and he's, he's he's a good ball winner as well, so he can be a big factor in the result of the game. Yeah, yeah, he sure can. Um, the other the other semi final
1: in in the seas, uh, probably similar to this one. You have Mind Temple two coming into it on the back of a of a huge win over Golden, whereas kickums are coming into it after, I suppose, struggling over, over Drum and Inch. Um, they were, I think they were behind going into the last water break and, and ended up winning by, by three pints, but kind of in, in, in a struggle. And this, a Drum and Inch team, I suppose, we were, we wrote off, I suppose, early on in the time and, and have done very well. But, um, yeah, Keecombs and mine, it, mine obviously are, are favourites, I suppose, and have been for, for, this championship for the last couple of years and seemed to find a way not to win it. Um, but but it looked to be motoring very well this year. And in and, and Garoda um, um, Connor and Garoda Connor and Connor Bo seem to be hurling fierce well um, this year. And Bo certainly has the strength and conditioning program that Bo has been on. He he looks looks to be a, a, a very big man now.
2: Mm. He's a beast of a chap, isn't he? <laughs> but the way we we're talking Tip will pull up when another are yeah. so many options coming into the panel, but like looking at him underage, like he has yeah, he's the whole package really a sneeze. Yeah. He's just got the hurling, the speed, the strength, the ball winning ability, eye for goal, like he, he is he is a class act already, I think. Yeah, but
1: like real. mine mine have I mean, like they left Hossi Hamill playing at it, playing at centre back, they have Garota Connor at centre forward and they've bow in the full forward line. I mean at this level, those three would nearly be enough to see you over the line in most games, wouldn't they?
2: Absolutely, yeah. And the, the few handy other forwards, oh, Liam Butler and yeah. Jez Tom Mean. Look, they are teams that have been around the block and they have a lot of experienced players. They're at this, they're at this grade a good while now, and similar enough to Temple area, that they've been flattering to deceive when they've been, you know, hit with the favourites tag and in a similar boat to that. Obviously. Not all of them can go up. It's obviously a very tough grade, like all the gradings are now. And thankfully, the, the competition is good, but you know, they, they have a good old team as well. And I just I don't know much about Nacavilla, but going going into this weather, it's, I'd say it suits the Nacavilla boys, does it? Well,
1: T I suppose are are, are quite young. Um, you know they, they they've, had a, they've had a lot of good young players, uh, Jamie Duncan playing. Cornerback um, who, who was just out of minor, you'd have Stephen Brown. He, he didn't start the last day, but came on and played very well. Uh, Connor Horgan came on the last day. Actually, Kickhams withdrew both their midfielders at halftime the last day, and Connor Horgan and what and and Walter Carroll came in and, and played fierce well for them. So it'll be interesting to see whether they start now this weekend. Um, Connor Horgan, Connor Horgan is a fine fine hurler there, and and probably relishes it when it. Coming in off the bench at this stage of his career probably suits him because it, it, the game is broken up and he's able to fly onto ball and and, and spread it around. Davy Butler then in the full forward line is hurling is hurling very well. for them. he's up there in the scoring charts there from play in, in the intermediate hurling and um, doing very well. And but then um their half Paddy Carroll plays at plays at halfback and they've Kieran Breen who who is the last day came back and played as a sweeper. Now they've kind of played with a sweeper I suppose for a lot of their games. It'll be interesting to see whether they carry on with that. I didn't think Kieran settled into that role very well the last day. Um, and so it'll be interesting. When, these, when they played Money Gall earlier in the in the time, Duncan was troubled with Canelli with and they had to put Breen back kind of to, okay. to, man, to man-mark him. So I think that kind of a role suits Kieran Breen a lot more uh, in kind of a defined role in the, in the backs rather than than playing free, but look at it. It'll be interesting to see to see what way what way they line up. But I mean, they're going to have to man Mark O'Connor when we played mine. I know I know we weren't up to much, but Garota O'Connor looked super that day. I mean, he couldn't. His his shooting was on point. He his, his physicality, his his ability to move around the field. And while Connor Bow didn't play great that day, I mean, two days later he lauded it for UCC. So I mean, like the form is there for both of them. So. Keekoms are going to have a, a big job to try and try and stop those two, in, in my opinion. And and they they play Michael Shanahan in at, at, Um, or sorry, Michael McCormack is centre forward, and like Tassie Hamill is huge. I mean, he's just he's six foot five, is he? Um, you know, in, in his socks, I'd say. You know, so <laughs> like you know, I mean, he he's, yeah. he fills that centre back, and it, he 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 launches ball for them. So they're really going to have mm-hmm. to get it get in around them. And, I dunno if they play a sweeper with five forwards, you know, invariably the good player will always find himself loose, won't he? You know,
2: that's Yeah, it. that's it. That's it. Is it a, is it a case for Nocka Villa? Look, we obviously know all the turmoil of lads leaving the club and but you're saying they've a lot of underage players. Is their development probably ahead of schedule now? Because there's more places on the on the starting team. Yeah,
1: I mean, look, they were what they were. Were the semi-finals or quarterfinals last year? Um, with the with the the, the four lads. Um, mm. I think I think it was it was semi finalists again last mm. year with the four lads. Um, yeah, it certainly has galvanised them. I will say that as a club, they, they I mean, and, and as a wood like, I mean, you're going you're going to you're going to feed off it, aren't you? You know, and yeah. um, they, but they, I mean, if you look at at teams at minor um, over the last number of years, kickums have had representation on it, you know, and,
0: and yeah. those guys
1: are, are all well able to hurl good 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 lads, you know. And I I, I don't know, I, maybe it's I, I I have my West hat on them, but I, I have a sneaky feeling for them, you know. At the weekend, mm. I think they're they're on a they're on a good run, and um, but but I do I think it's it's so important that they they men mark those two. You
2: know, how about Corona O'Connor? We're talking about lads going on the tip panel. We might as well add him to the list to see. I he suppose so.
1: Or... Look, this is where we're going to have forwards coming out our ears with the way with the way things are
2: going. But is he a potential ball winner?
1: Yeah, I I think he has to be. I mean, another big man, 6'3" six, six, yeah. six, six, strong. I, I think he was knocking around the panel maybe a little bit last year, so I mean, like he, he he'd know the setup and kind of what's required. Mm. I, I think we, we played him in actually in a, in a county under twenty-one final uh, two years ago and like them boys are after playing with the 21s and they didn't get a sniff of it against us now we ended we ended up with a pint or two pints or whatever but like to see their development into the two years they have really put in the work uh, Connor yeah. and, and yeah, sir. Sure. you know I mean yeah Connor bow it, it might have been a godsend for him going on to the football panel you know yeah. and, and, and getting that exposure to intercounty stuff and what and what's required you know I, 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 I do think those two will have a a
2: career in, in in blue and gold well, over, she's, over the yeah. years. You know? She's I I can't speak highly enough of O'Connor. But I think he's, I think he's on Kelly and Caronette. To be honest, yeah. I don't know to put that pressure on him, but he's, <laughs> he's just he's 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 a class player. Yeah,
1: no, I, he certainly is. I mean, like when you when you go back to those teams you, kind of Bo and O'Connor and Billy Seymour, like they're I mean they're they're big lives. No, I mean. We're gone away from the kind of the small nippy forward, aren't we? Like we're we're yeah. naming out guys that are well over six foot and well built. Yeah, you, know, yeah. The, you need them now, don't you? Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, they certainly do. And the as you said, a couple of years of strength and conditioning into some of these guys, and they will be they, they will be forces for us in, in in a couple of years' time. I think
2: it's a it's a great. I was thinking there just about the Henry Shefflin appointment there, isn't it? it's a bit of a disadvantage for him now, not being able to see all the club games. I, it's uh Colin Bonner's had a great run, been able to go see all these club games and all the games been streamed on tip on the tip website. He's going to have seen so many hurdles and there'll be nobody That's left behind and yeah. He, and he's
1: very noticeable as being at a lot of games, isn't he? And I, yeah. I know Tommy Dunn was at like um the Money Gall Ballingarry game, and I suppose. like I don't know, probably keeping an eye on, on Kennelly and Forward to see how they're going. And the, the other guys are like obviously. Um, Johnny right will probably be going to the Sars games and um, whatever other games he can, he can get to but it's great to see that, that they're out and so visible at, at the games isn't
2: it, yeah, I think it is, yeah. in as well yeah the continuity of Tommy there as well but uh, the knowledge of he has of the players that have been there already as well is going to save a lot of time as well really isn't it rather than, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean look you know, Tommy has been knocking around that panel as a, as a trainer there over whatever in yeah. 20, what, 2018, 2019 <coughs> and you know I, I I I, I I know there's no point in asking you, but I mean I've great time for Tommy as a as a person, as a hurler and, and now as a coach. I mean, and he, he loves it. He loves the coaching side of things and I, I think he I I think he would want to, to put his own stamp on it and and um and kind of when you see the likes of, you know, Knerk and, and Bulfin and that getting getting so much praise for the way their teams are playing, I think Tommy can can, can put his stamp on a chip team and and together with, with the lads, they, they, they'll, um, they, they'll, they will really, really produce for them. And, and they're they're player guys, aren't they? All of them, you know. Oh, yeah. they, 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 they'll build a team, you know, rather than, than kind of a team of individuals. They, they'll be a, a team, won't they? Oh, yeah.
2: Big time. And I think the good thing about Tommy is he's not ever going to be married to that one style of play as well. He's he's always looking to learn and try different things. I think what we've seen with the tip team the last few years, you could really see Dar Egan's stamp on it. It is to play the very same as uh and you know it works for Killadangan in the tip championship because no team plays like the likes of Limerick and Cork doing the intercounty, you know. It, yeah. It's more hurling in the tip club game. And I don't think Tommy will be particularly married to that now. He'll, he'll try and he'll try and come up with a plan that'll suit the players there as well. And you know, it's it's exciting. I mean, I'm for all the hassle we had with Liam Cal, I'm actually kind of excited about Colin Bonner coming in because he seems like such a level headed lad and he has the knowledge and he 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 it is, he loves to yeah, Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, he's he played, awesome. played for Tip for whatever, what, 15 or 16 years, you know, and, and yeah, yeah. he certainly is a, a real, and, and I mean, like, when, when you do look back on it, his kind of base of knowledge, it's huge going back to the, like, 20 years yes. with, with WIT and, and all the teams he's been with. I mean, like, mm-hmm. if you go back to WIT in the early noughties, I mean, they were an inter-county team in itself, so he would have learned an awful lot <laughs> from, from being involved with, with those, like, you know, and, um, yeah, no, I, I certainly, I, I'm like you now, I'm looking forward to, like, I wish it was next year already, kind of, thing. like you know, it's, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and get them going, yeah. like, but speaking of, of next year, um, I suppose the big news out of the weekend before we finish up in there was uh, proposal B got got <laughs> got the boost and kind of a lot of, a lot of, um, Negative negativity towards the decision, um, even though I suppose it did get a majority, I think that's been lost in in, in translation mm. that it did get a majority at, at Congress, but didn't get the required sixty percent. And now there was probably a lot of flaws with with proposal B. Uh, I think everyone kind of acknowledges that, but at the same time, disappointing that it didn't get over the line as well, isn't it?
2: It is disappointing. You know, you're facing into Jesus the the, the old qualifier system, like it's. It's just so outdated at this stage it's crazy like you're looking at like 25, 30 40% of counties having two games and the players know this going into next year now are you going to really put in that commitment mm. when you know deep down if you're a Leinster county likes so a Wicklow or Carlow or one of them are you going to go and slog it for three or four months in the winter there training to get, get hockeyed in two matches like it's, there's no real incentive there Yeah, I, I, the,
1: couldn't get, I couldn't get over Carlow and um, I, I see Torloch O'Brien was was out with with, with um, putting up articles, and he was all Ooh. over Twitter. But like, yeah. how Carlo have? I know there, there was the, the Carlo was rising thing over the last number of years, but yeah. like they, they really haven't done anything. Like, surely this this championship format would have been ideal for a county like Carlo. You know, I I, I can actually see why the bigger. T- the, like why? Why would Dublin and Kerry and Mio vote vote to change things when it's served them so well over the last number of years? Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. But, but the other teams, um, you'd have to say that they 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 would have wanted to change
2: surely. Like. Yeah, and you throw Ferman into that mix as well. I know Derry are kind of coming back to some decent levels, but they voted no. Antrim, Antrim. Like I mean, like I can't remember the last time they won an Ulster Championship match. In, in the football, maybe I'm wrong here, but he's no, no, definitely come back
1: a few years. Yeah, definitely
2: yeah. come within their ass's roar of a final, anyway. So I just, I just, I don't get the logic. Like you're when you're comparing the hurling championship and the football championship, not championship going forward next year, like it's just night and day. Like the amount of quality matches you're, going. and not just in the in the Lee McCarthy, like Joe McDonnell is a great great as well. And going the whole way down, the teams are at their level, yeah. and they know they've they, they know they've actually got the ability to win something and and build for the following year, which is I can't understand these counties to be honest. I, I I wonder. Obviously, like I think most of the players probably would have been in favor of it. Is it a eighty percent
1: provi- of the players were, were, mm. um, were in favor of, of this change? Like, oh,
2: right. yeah, the, the the provincial councils obviously weren't obvious for obvious reasons weren't yeah, weren't yeah. interested in it. But look, I, you know, you can't stay going the way we are with that format because you know football look. Look, the two of us we're, were probably not the biggest fans of football. This is we talk a lot. You said it to me off camera there. <laughs> 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 no, but like, I is if there's a good game of football on, I'm all ears, but it's so rare now, isn't it? Yeah, um, I don't know. I mean, you're, you're waiting for kind of quarter no. final
1: and not, and not even a quarter final in, in some, some of the games, you know? Yeah,
2: uh, it, it's dying on its feet. And look, obviously, there, there was a just about a, a majority, like a, over fifty percent voting voting for it. Um, but they'll they'll have to come up with some sort of a format fairly quickly. I think there's another Congress in February there. So Yeah. And um,
1: like I, I, I would imagine that I suppose listening to what's coming out of it, but I think if if they can find a way of, of I suppose similar to the chip championship in and this preliminary court finals and getting a link with the with the provincial championships you know i think that that, that could be enough True. to maybe sway the ulster counties to 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 change their vote and like there was a lot of negativity towards the the ulster lads and, and the way they spoke about it but what i suppose i i was in favor of proposal b i will say that but i i'll defend the, the ulster lads here because their their ulster championship is the best provincial football championship in in the in the country at the moment, by a distance, by a distance, and and they love it. I mean, mm. the Ulster Championship is is a goal for the nine counties that, that are up there. It, in the hurling championship, we still have our Munster Championship. But if we were, if somebody was to turn around and say that they were going to make the hurling championship two open draws, there would be blue murder in Munster. <laughs> you know, there would like so. Would, I mean, it. we mm. can't really scoff at the Ulster counties for for wanting to keep prestige of their, of their all-star championship either, you know, and I think probably a way of swaying them is to, to find some way to, to bring their, their provincial winners back into into the the championship at, at some
2: stage. And we know about it better than most with the way our uh, divisions are set up in the county as well, so like obviously it's understandable, like, but um, when you're competing against that hurling model, like, it's the, the, the football is just so far behind, it's, it's, yeah. it's yeah. scary, like, it's, it is, yeah.
1: And I suppose this argument about um, the, that the, it seems to be the teams that were potentially going to finish fifth or sixth, seventh, eighth, and that they, they were very wary about. But like the fourth team in Munster, fourth and fifth team in Munster, and I suppose it's all five of them at, at certain points would think they could win, win in all Ireland. But fourth, fourth, and fifth don't get don't get to qualify, and, and there doesn't seem to be a dicky board really about it. Like is there? You know, it's. That's, it never seemed to come up.
2: Yeah, it's just uh just layouts of the provinces is it's just past the point of geography you now at this stage, isn't yeah. it? It's just it's 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 not it's not a it's not a good competition. Like it's, it's just not gonna happen. But there was rumors going around that maybe they're gonna introduce a round robin, which I was talking to David Power there and he was like he was just giving us stink blue murder about it. like how you can expect us maybe, maybe, maybe managing to beat Kerry in a one-off game, but if we have to beat Kerry twice. There is not a hope in hell we'll ever win a monster title. Yeah. Not a hope. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, no, uh, yeah. It, it's it's stacking it's stacking the deck in the favor
2: yeah. of the bigger teams, isn't it? Do you know, mm-hmm. that's the. I think that was the argument of the Super Eights as well, and that was introduced a few years yeah. ago as well. It's when when Dublin were beating everyone in front of them, and look, it's a, it's more money or more revenue for the provincial councils and more games, and I think they think look. Proposal B was all based around the amount of games as get to play, but <laughs> they're playing matches to get trimmed a couple of more times <laughs> rather than just months. Like,
1: I mean, isn't it indicative of the way things are that, like, we, I suppose we consider ourselves to be a fairly decent football county here, but we're in Division 4 and, but we were still going to, we were still voting for this proposal, you know, even though we were in in Division 4, mm. like, it's going to take us two or three years. Well, three years, I suppose, to try and get up to at least three years to try and get back up to trying to get into Division One. What I mean, here we are, our players who they want this. You know, they're mm. they're they are they they do not want to be, and and this is two years removed from winning a a monster title. Our first going in in bloody 60-odd years. I, no, I, I think it, yeah, it it has to be. Um, the powers of be have to start taking note of. of this don't they I mean
2: you, you can't develop players if you're going getting trimmed in the championship two matches gone how can you develop and as you said it suits stronger counties because they know they're going to be in a quarterfinal semi-final like Dublin like why would they even bother to start training until like April or May because they know they're going to coast into into an all-Ireland semi-final quarterfinal like it, it's it's ridiculous really it's um it's so outdated it's crazy um but like if that round robin comes in, but oh jeez, forget about lads. If you're 50-50, whether you want to go traveling or you want to go and play for your county, get trimmed by Kerry, Dublin, Mayo, I know which I'd be picking anyway.
1: Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's it's a pity, but I I, I do think I, I well I hope that they they come back and and I think Larry McCarthy and, and Tom Ryan were saying that they are they're, they're hopeful of having something for for February Congress, but obviously then that'll be for twenty twenty three championship, but um, it. It it would be nice if they were able to get something back that that could get the backing of of the other the other counties, isn't it? You know,
2: Absolutely, it's it's hard to know how you please Ulster, is not it? Um, yeah. Look, judging, look, like, the weeks leading up to the media and stuff, like it seemed like it was a blanket. Yes, we want proposal B, but when it come along, coming to come in, down to the votes, like Jesus, to work ten percent off, like yeah,
1: um,
2: you'd you'd wonder. Look, a lot of counties said they were doing this and doing that, but. When you don't know when it's not released, what way the counties are voting, I think it, it makes it very very fishy, doesn't it? Oh, it does. I mean, I I suppose that that 2018
1: uh, GPA um, motion to for for um, to be open open voting and with the way it was slapped down, I mean, it was bloody eighty six to fourteen or something was the was the result. Like, like, I I I have been, I've been to Congress, and uh, it's a it's a it's a good occasion in that, but like. The GA know what way you vote. You know, because you're doing it on the pad. I presume they know that whatever uh, voting pads twelve to twenty or mm. temporary ones like. So they know they're gonna know what way the the county are voting, you know. But yeah, I, I couldn't understand some of the counties, you know. Giving your delegates free votes as well. That that annoys me. You know, that yeah. like make a stance on it, you know, that's what the yeah. clubs are are there for. And yeah. then you Dublin who cool potentially probably voted against this but it's not known and i don't know do the clubs of dublin even know what way their their yeah. delegates that are representing them are supposed to represent them
2: yeah not, you know, but the the, the biggest farce was the amount of votes that the, the overseas ga bodies had i mean was there something like 34 or 33 or 4 votes that between all the the overseas ga bodies it was and like it has no impact on them whatsoever okay yeah I just
1: I can't get my head around that. Yeah, you had um, is it Ni- Niall Erskine was was making a lot of waves, and he's the head of the overseas um body, and he's a Donegal man, you know. So I mean, he was now at the same time, Larry McCarthy obviously is coming from from New York, GA, mm-hmm. and I I don't know, I don't know what way they voted. now to be honest with you, off the top of my head, but I mean, I, he didn't seem to be able to. I I don't know did he sway any overseas votes, but was he very lukewarm
2: in his? More for it, like, he know, left it a bit late, at me, Left it yeah. a bit late coming out and back it, very late.
1: Yeah. So, but then I suppose look, he's he's probably looking at it and he doesn't want to to um, upset his provincial councils, you know, there that, yeah. that are supporting him as well. So yeah, look, it's, it, it's going it's
2: to cost. it's going to define his term, doesn't it? Like I mean. Yeah. You, like you look you could you could live with another year the, the the way the system is now, but if they could have something in place going into it, that'd be great. But yeah, geez, imagine another two years of this like ugh. doesn't
1: you know, doesn't, doesn't get you excited, does it? it? It's like you'll definitely name three of the four All Ireland semi finals, will not you? I mean it's gonna be Kerry Mayo and, and Dublin. Plus Ulster. Or, and and is, is Tyrone are, are Tyrone gonna make their way through the, the minefield that is ulster and, mm. and still be able to win a quarter final so that's the other question yeah, sort of side of it. yeah. um anything else in the on the ga front no no
2: just we we've knocked out nice time there
1: yeah absolutely so look that's a semi-finals this weekend that's um i think there's a there's a game each day being streamed on tip tv and uh, there's uh i think there we're back to 100 yeah. percent um attendance, so so get out to a game if you can, there's course, going to be some crackers on, and we will be back um, in, a, in a week or, or 10 days' time, looking forward to the county finals in, the, in both codes. and um, until we talk to you again, thanks Enda, and the honourable.